Welcome to the Prep Huddle Podcast. KJ Filter, alongside Jeff Linder, Jeff Johnson, uh, join us soon as, as well. Uh, week eight, week eight uh, upon us. Uh, some of the uh, field has been decided, right, uh, Jeff? That uh, the smaller classes are. This is their last regular season game before things get started. Yeah, uh, we've got, uh, I would say, probably 70 to 80% of the uh, 2A on down uh, playoff teams have been decided. Uh, just a few left to do, and uh, just a few of the 3A, 4A, 5A, and um, a lot more of that will be decided this week. And, and uh, playoffs start. Uh, next week for the smaller schools and two weeks in, in three, a four, a five. Uh, last week, uh, you know, there are some interesting results. Uh, uh, anything really stand out to you as far as, uh, kind of eye openers with, uh, the scores or, or wins and losses. Last week's been so long ago. Um, let's see, uh, nothing really stands out. Um, how, how about you? What, uh, what, uh, what really, uh, you know, what really got, uh, got your attention? Well, I think mainly because I, I was there, um, the, uh, the Prairie Southeast Polk, uh, yeah. uh score in the way that really turned out, uh, or, or played out. Uh, Southeast Polk kind of surviving uh, with a 21-20 victory. That uh, uh, that game certainly was a, a winnable game for for Prairie. And uh, uh, that you know we talked about uh, the Limar Southeast Polk game maybe being a little bit of a barometer of Eastern Iowa teams. Um, I think this one uh, was even more so. Um, that that was a game. Uh, Prairie missed a, a, an extra point. Um, they lined up for a field goal late. Um, they got blocked in the last few seconds. That would have been uh, uh, a go-ahead score. Um, so they were right there. Uh, they had uh, uh, every chance to to come away with a victory. And I think that says a lot about. Um, you know, especially these three teams uh, in the Metro. Um, with yeah. Perry, Lamar, and, um, and Kennedy, of course. Um, you know, the other one, too, was, was you know, Pleasant Valley. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that one actually came to my mind after I said I didn't have a clue here a couple minutes ago. Um, yeah, uh, that was uh, that one was a surprise. The way City High had been playing. Uh, playing really well both sides of the ball, especially defensively, uh, to go over to, to uh, get beat by a, a you know a rejuvenated PV squ uh, squad that uh, that surprised me a little bit. You know, uh, things that, I know I don't really don't know how to classify them a, a little bit, but uh, you know, one thing I think this week that uh, just kind of you know, 
boy, Lisbon, you know, still continues to to play well. It might be the quietest uh, team that's that's kind of up there in the rankings. Uh, you know, we really haven't talked too much about it, but boy, just week in and week out, um, you know, they've yeah. done they've done very well. And I think a lot of that's because they lost their opener. You know, I, I wouldn't say they fell off the West map Branch. by any means. I mean, they lost their opener to uh, to West Branch. Uh, you know, they start 0-1. And, and, you know, here comes North Lynn, and they kind of become the, the sexy class A team around here with, with the way they've been shutting people out. And But, yeah, Lisbon's had a, a really solid season. They're 6-1. and one. They're a district champion. And uh, they're going to be – they'll be a tough out. And I fully think that maybe Lisbon and – and Northland will hook up in maybe a uh, quarterfinal or a round of 16 game. Yeah, you know, uh, staying in that class and uh, speaking of shutouts, uh, you know, East Buchanan uh, yeah. with another uh, uh, shutout. They won 30-0. Uh, you know, uh, they're 6-1, and one, and I think their only loss uh, was uh, to Northland uh, early in September. And, uh, you know, the, the Buccaneers have uh, a strong defense. Uh, I know they've uh, uh, they've been kind of ball hawks, I guess, on that side of the ball a little bit. Uh, a lot of turnovers. Uh, but, you know, East Buchanan, that class uh, here in the area, uh, very strong with, uh, you know, Lisbon, Northland, East Buck. I think that district that Northland and East Buchanan in is, is pretty darn good. Uh, that second tier of teams, you know, Starmont, Southwind, Bellevue, Clayton Ridge. I think that's a pretty good middle of the pack uh, compared to a lot of the districts in, in Class A. Um, you know, uh, in the in the Metro, uh, we mentioned, uh, you know, Prairie with the, uh, you know, the close loss to, to Southeast, uh, Polk, uh, uh, I believe, uh, Lidmar, uh, one big, uh, what do you think about the way, uh, Lidmar kind of, uh, came out last week? I, um, yeah, uh, nice win. Um, they're, they're, <laughs> They're kind of like, like we talked about They're they and city high are a lot alike and, uh, uh, you know, really have uh, made a lot of progress this year from last, uh, you know, winning, I think Lindmar was one and five last year. Now they're six and one, uh, you know, this has not been a good defensive team for the last few years. Uh, this year it is. And, uh, they're, you know, um, for what they lost both by graduation and by transfer, um, Lindmar's having a really, really nice season. You know, uh, were you at, uh, were you at Clear Creek Amana Xavier? Yeah. Last week. Uh, tell me a little bit about how that, cause it, you know, uh, Clear Creek had, uh, done pretty well. Uh, a lot of one run, uh, uh, victories, but, uh, but this wasn't going to be a Xavier one point game. The, the really way Xavier yeah, you, you talk about ball hawk. Well, ball, ball hawks they were. Uh, they had three scoring drives of um, double digit plays. Uh, I think I think uh, Clear Creek had the uh, had the ball for four and a half minutes in the first half was all. So um, 
you know, that's what, uh, you know, that's how Xavier was able to, to really get out in front. And uh, we're going to welcome JJ. Uh, KJ had to take a quick time out to take a phone call uh, for another beat. But uh, JJ, how are you doing? I'm all right, Lindy. How are you? I hear I'm you're good. in the Heisman, just... you're in the Heisman uh, conversation this year. Yeah, Both what's that all about? <laughs> you got my vote, buddy. You got my vote, so. Um, where were you uh, Friday and what, uh, what did you come away with? Um, Regina and uh, I was at Regina, um, Iowa City Regina, uh, for the the tire iron game, so to speak. The, no, the rival you were there for the popcorn. The pot, I was, yeah, that actually that was the only reason I was there, and it was excellent. So, kudos, uh, Regina concessionaires. So, uh, Regina with the win over West Branch, who was. You know, really pretty convincing. Um, you know, all eight West Branch points came um, defensively on on Regina Miscue's uh, airmailed snap on the first play of the game that the Wild scramble for it. Went ball went thirty some yards into the back of the end zone for a safety, and then a then a fumble and a, a scoop and score. Um, but other than that, Regina looked really good, and you know, it didn't look. Um, Looked really good defensively. He didn't, you know, made some mistakes offensively. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, Jeff, that was uh, what Coach Jason Dumont kind of pointed out I, when I asked him about, um, you know, they've only played, what, five games now, uh, I guess, because uh, they, they had the two forfeit wins um, because of COVID from opponents. So he was like, you know, defensively you can make it work, but when you're, you know, when you're not playing every week and, and they've had kind of a game, no game, game, no game type of a deal – he says that that really kind of stunts your growth offensively. So, um, and they don't really have a whole lot of time, I guess. What one more week to, to get all that, you know, figured out. So, I think Durant put it to Minneapolis last week and they played Wilton close. So, you know, I think that those three teams are kind of fighting for the, the three, four, and five spots in that district. So, I, I don't think Durant's a bad club. No, not at all. And I think they have a, a if I, uh, saw right, a really, really good running back. Um, DeLong, I think. Yeah, yeah, who's who's had a great career there. So, you know, it won't be terribly easy for, for Regina. I certainly expect the Regals to win. And, uh, you know, like you said, I think Durant gets in. West Branch gets in, too. And, you know, uh, Coach Peterson, uh, you know, kind of played the underdog card with, with his club and said nobody really has given us any respect and uh, all that we kind of that stuff. Before. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, you know, he, he likes his team and kind of laying under the radar here and uh, a lot of young starters. So should be pretty good again next year, uh, which you expect from a West Branch team. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was at the, I'm sorry, the MEC volleyball tournament on Tuesday and got chatting with a couple other couple um, ADs and coaches and stuff. And uh, we were kind of talking about the 5A playoffs and, um, it's going to get, it, you know, we're still a couple of weeks, weeks away from, from having a field there, but there's not going to be an easy first round game for anybody. Um, you know, if, if you're one of those top four seeds, how would you like to see a Dowling or a, a Centennial or, uh, you know, maybe a Waukee Northwest in the first round? That's all right though. Right. You know, yeah. you don't want to walk over. I mean, that's, you want the best teams and you want good games in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that at all. Uh, personally, from a fan, kind of a fan perspective, right? So, right. 
Uh, and, you know, I don't know how much he talked about it, but I think we, it's safe to say now, and we've talked about it all season, Jeff, that, um, you know, I, I think Eastern Iowa, maybe this season has kind of caught up a little bit to the, to the powers, the Des Moines suburban powers, um, just looking at the results of all the games and, and the records and things like that. And, uh, yeah, like KJ was saying, Prairie's close lost uh, to uh, Southeast Polk said a lot. Yeah, it sure did. Um, you know, it sure did. You know, City High beat Dowling, as we, we've mentioned before. And, um, you know, so uh, we'll see. I think Cedar Falls beat Centennial. Yeah. Um, you know, Kennedy, I think, has, what, Johnston this week. And Johnston's without its really good quarterback. So they're, they're kind of down. But still, um, you know, Kennedy can – score maybe a couple more points for the Eastern side. So, um, you know, we'd, the proof will obviously, as you know, come in the playoffs and we'll see how, how all that shakes out. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, this is wide open to me in 5A and I can make a case for, you know, what city high in no particular order, Kennedy city high prairies, I think a legit team as well. Um, not quite as sure about Cedar Falls, but, you know, uh, quarterback, um, you know, Hunter Jacobson being out, but still a very capable ball club. And so, you know, and, and uh, look at Pleasant Valley, right? Uh, Pleasant Valley is, seems to have everything straightened out with, uh, you know, that really uh, huge win last week over City High. So it's it's good. Yeah, and, and you didn't mention Linmar. And, uh, That's right. Like, Sorry, right. Sorry, Tim Lovell and Linmar. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, and KJ and I talked a little bit about them earlier already too, so – you know, they're sitting six and one and uh, they're one of those teams that's kind of on the bubble of uh, maybe hosting one game. Uh, I think a lot would have to break right for them to host two. But, it's you know, if they would get a win over Prairie, that's not out of the question. So, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, what what a rena- it's been a nice renaissance season for for schools like, you know, Limar and uh, and City High for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I spoke with Tom Keating on uh, Tuesday as well. He was over at the volleyball tournament also. And uh, uh, so what's going to happen this week uh, and probably next week as well is the uh, playoffs, first round playoff matchups will be determined Saturday. So don't stay up all, all night Friday. It's that, 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 that'd be foolish. So go to bed. Uh, playoff uh, matchup should be available Saturday morning. Worst case scenario, Saturday around noon. Uh, there are not going to be going to be brackets. They're going to put out matchups. Uh, I think the ones will play the fours and so on and so forth. I think they're going to try to get uh, intra inter district matchups. So like A one will play B four something like that. And uh, uh, there won't be brackets. Uh, they'll re redraw uh each round it sounds like until they get uh, they will see the final four once they get to the dome how do you like that i like brackets <laughs> um you know i, I, I don't you know I, it's weird because nobody really knew how this was going to work until yeah. you know well until come this coming saturday <laughs> but, you know i think we kind of have a little bit of a, a little bit of knowledge now um, you know, I, I would like, would have liked to have seen four brackets of, of four or four of eight, depending on how many teams are, are in the playoffs, but, uh, this is the way they're doing it this year. Maybe they'll change it a little next year and, and we'll see. 
Yeah, I, I'm sure the coaches would like to have that. Uh, as much as they focus on one game at a time, I know they want to know, <laughs> you know, yeah. how, you know what what lies ahead. Uh, at the same point, I mean, they all have they can get taped just like that, right? So yeah, preparation uh, for the next opponent. Keating was saying that Indiana has a they, they just draw teams out of the hat. Really. Starting at first, starting, and I don't know if they build a bracket that way or they do it every round, but they just they don't seed it or anything. They just pull teams out of a hat. I don't like that. <laughs> That's way too much luck involved there with, with that yeah. stuff. So, uh, man, I'm darn darn Hoosiers anyway. So, so well, um, anything else really strike a chord with you last week as far as uh, anything out in the area? Um, you know, just little things here and there. Um, you know, the, un I, I look at some of the smaller schools, um, you know, I, I, what do you think? Like, like a Sigourney Kyoto, we haven't really talked about much and, but I think that's a, a state championship caliber, maybe tight ball club. They're in a tough class, obviously, but, um, yeah. it, it's a dull worthy team. It's a team that can get to the semis. I don't yeah, know if it's a championship team, but I think it's definitely a team that could uh, that could be playing in Cedar Falls in November. And how strange was it that they threw for over 200 yards last week? <laughs> it's pretty strange. Talk to Coach Jensen. He's like, "Hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with putting a little something extra on on tape to, for uh, yeah. you know half opponents to have to worry about a little bit." So, um, yeah, uh, it's interesting how I think we've seen now. Um, Don Bosco's back in the eight-man picture, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know they they're up uh, twenty on Gladbrook Reinbeck. Uh, you know, I think midway through the fourth quarter, um, Gladbrook Reinbeck scored a couple late touchdowns, didn't get the ball back again. But uh, you know, they won that one, forty-two to thirty-six. Don Bosco did, and yeah, them and, and kind of the same thing with Fremont Mills. Um, you just can't bury him, can you? No, and you know, Dowling. Look at what Dowling's really. Uh, as we talked about Dowling, they they rewrited the ship too, right? You know. Yeah. So, you I know. think that is this Valley Dowling week. I think it is. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Um, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Always, always a great game. Always a great game. So uh, I'm looking forward to that senior and Pleasant Valley game tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, seniors kind of flown under the radar. They're five and two. Like really well. They gave Kennedy everything they wanted. And, uh, you know, like you said, Pleasant Valley is really starting to come on. So that's, uh, that's uh, a really intriguing game. So have you figured out exactly how many clubs are, are, uh, are in or how many spots are available, Jeff? Jeff? Probably not too many left available, huh? We had that in with the standings last week. We do have a, a playoff primer that's online right now. Uh, the small schools went in the paper today. The big schools uh, will be published tomorrow's paper. So um, as far as the small schools, I, you know, KJ and I were talking about this a little bit as well. I'd say probably 70 to 80 percent of the spots have been filled. Uh, did you talk about the, the big matchups this week? What do you think of Indian and West Delaware, Jeff? I think that's the biggest game in the area. You know, two really good running backs with with uh, with a Beatty kid from Independence and Volker from from West Delaware. Uh, I think that's kind of the game, the area game that uh, 
we've been looking forward to since the uh, since the schedules came out in April. And yeah. uh, uh, both teams have uh, certainly lived up to expectations. Independence is undefeated. West Delaware is, uh, you know, all they've suffered is a two-point loss to Xavier, which looks better and better by the week. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it, it's funny. It's a game that means everything, but it's a game that really – down the road doesn't mean that much. I mean, you know, they're both going to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the winner will, will have an easier road for sure. And, uh, you know, I'd say it, it's for district title and it's for Highway 20 bragging rights. <laughs> um, how about the – what else should, should we hit on here? Anything? Um, you know? Um, like- I guess one team that – has surprised me and tell me if you agree or not is Benton community. Yeah. Uh, they're six and one. I, I really thought assumption was head and shoulders that the, the best team in that district coming in uh, and maybe Mount Vernon, a close second and, and Benton maybe third, but Benton's kind of, kind of run away with that. Now uh, they, they really handled assumption last week. I think they out physical assumption from what I've heard and uh, boy, they're, they're sitting really good right now. Yeah, that, that is a surprising team that, um, you know, we probably haven't talked uh, enough about, um, Jeff. And, and uh, it, it, I saw Assumption a couple weeks ago, and I thought Assumption looked outstanding. Uh, you know, kind of took apart uh, Mount Vernon, and again, from a physical standpoint. So if you're out physicaling a physical team, um, like Benton apparently did last week, that's that's really saying something. So, um you know, hats off to Jeff Zittergren. And, you know, we, we've obviously written and talked about some some things physically and health-wise that he's overcome. Uh, great guy and, uh, you know, doing just a tremendous job with, with the Bobcats. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of going through, uh, through the playoff scenarios here. Uh, another big one, uh, Class A, Bell Plain, uh, hosts Linville Sully. They're both 6-1 and one overall, 5-0 and oh in the district. The winner of that one, uh, obviously, is the district champ. Uh, Easton Valley and Lansing Key, uh, they play Friday night uh, in an eight-player game at Lansing. Um, we'll see if if Key High can uh, can slow down that uh, that uh, Easton Valley attack and scores a lot of points. Um, and that was a nice win. I don't I don't know if we talked about it. Montezuma uh, had a close game the other week against or last week against a fellow. Well, was on beaten Baxter. Yeah. Um, you know that that was probably a, a nice playoff primer for for uh, for the Braves, right? Yeah, and uh, I would guess more than anything, I was surprised that Montezuma was able to hold Baxter to twenty four points. Uh, that's that's a that's a really nice defensive effort in, in eight player football. Yep, and, and KJ's back. Okay. Hey, Pelch. What's up, JJ? How are you? I'm dandy. Uh, dandy. Happy anniversary, brother. Thank you. Uh, sorry about having to step away, but uh, had an opportunity to talk to former Mount Vernon prep uh, uh, Jack Cochran, um, uh, linebacker, captain at the uh, uh, University of South Dakota. They're four and two. Uh, uh, so far this season, just uh, knocked off a ranked uh, North Dakota team and come into Cedar Falls uh, to face you and I, who's ranked 16th, I believe. Uh, uh, Cochran, uh, uh, All-Stater for the Mustangs, and is a semifinalist for, I believe it's called the Campbell Trophy, 
that goes to a, a linebacker that excels on the field and uh, in the classroom. Um, 4.0 student, I believe, uh, and he's the leading tackler uh, linebacker for uh, USC. So he, he's had a special season, and boy, uh, you know, tying it in reps. Uh, how special were those Mount Vernon teams when you think about the talent uh, uh, that was on there? You know, uh, Connor Herman, I believe, graduated from USD after a strong career there with the Coyotes. Uh, uh, Cochran, Tristan Wirfs, uh, you know, which, you know, goes without saying what he's accomplished collegiately and now in the NFL. Uh, you know, Drew Adams. I mean, those, those Mustang teams were – were pretty special. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Wor Worfs? Worfs? You said? I've never. I, I'm not familiar with that name. Might have to Google it. Okay, Google I'll, I'll Google that. I appreciate that. I'll do that. Uh, where's everybody going to be this week? I I get the uh, privilege of heading up to Independent for uh, what, what might be one of the best games uh, in the entire regular season. Uh, at least it has the makings to be uh, with uh, West Delaware and uh, Independence. Uh, I think you can correct me. Uh, I think West Delaware is ranked third, Independence uh, fifth or sixth um, in our rankings. Uh, you know, two, uh, two schools, two uh, programs that uh, – have a good rivalry, um, you know, in, in different sports. Uh, so this should be this should be fun. I'm uh, excited to see the Mustang, uh, the horse, escort oh, right. the, the independent one. One of the coolest uh, pregame things I think I've ever seen. Um, and a really really good marching band. Yeah. Yep. They have the lights and they. That's really cool. Yep. And. Uh, all that, uh, all of that, in a in a game that just should uh, be as uh, fun as the the pregame stuff. Um, and the, the matchup I'm really looking forward to there is Marcus Beatty uh, for Independence. Uh, you know, the kind of the all world running back there, and Wyatt Volker uh, to uh, really. Uh, you know, standout players. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they maybe treat the Volker as a little bit of a monster back, just following Beatty wherever he goes. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they take that little bit of a, a approach defensively for West Delaware, but uh, should be fun up in Independence. Uh, I'm going to be where am I going to be? Uh, Liberty to see if if the uh, if the uh, Lightning can. Um, finish off this or you know this turnaround extreme turnaround where they lose what they lost their first five games right yeah. uh, and now uh have won you know two in a row and and have an opportunity uh you know this week to to further cement i guess we can't call it unlikely playoff berth right well maybe it is i don't did know you, did you say they they won two straight uh, let's see. I'm trying to do my math here. Uh, yeah, two straight and Burlington up next uh, tomorrow night. 
So lightning did strike twice. It 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 did. Very good. He went there, Jeff. He went there. All right. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> so that's where I'll be. I'll be at Kingston for uh, for Kenny and Johnston. Uh, Kenny's the last unbeaten in Class Five A. Uh, Johnston, a uh, a very dangerous three and four. I, I'm not sure if you covered it uh, before, and if you did, did that's fine. But um, the RPI for the five A teams in the area. Did you mention just kind of how that that might shake out with Kennedy City High, Lidmar, Prairie, assuming they all went out? Yeah. Um, well, Lidmar and Prairie play in Week Nine, okay. so that uh, you know that that's going to play a big factor. Uh, right now, Kennedy's number three uh, in five A in in the RPI. Uh, if they win out, that's probably about where they'll finish. Uh, Valley and Dowling still play, so that's uh, that's a biggie. Does Urbandale have another big one? I don't know. I'll have to look at their schedule. But uh, I, I would say Kennedy, if, if they win out, they will and, and definitely should host the first two games. Uh, Prairie is sitting five, Linmar seven, City eight. So I would say the Prairie-Linmar winner has a chance to be in that top four. Um, uh, you know, City High probably would have to get some breaks along the way and, and would have to win its last two. But uh, all four of those are in line to uh, to host at least one game this, uh, in week, what would be week 10. Uh, Urbandale uh, finishes with Waukee and Waukee Northwest in that order, both at home. Okay. And, uh, the Northwest game will be a big challenge for them. Yep. For sure. Okay. All right. Well, um, unless anybody has any parting words, we'll, uh, we'll call it today. I will, uh, I will let KJ, as always, take us out here. Or unless Hercules wants to do it once. I think we're, I think we're okay. <laughs> but thanks for watching, everybody, and keep your head on a swivel.